good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another the home episode of the podcast for the host of this here podcast, Ted Smith, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, and look at this point, Matt's right. I should have set him the intro. All right, back there in the bottom square, moving around today. Guess the name of Cobb. Cobb's going on. All right, so shares of the podcast, obviously not trading until we're back in studio, but the Russian ruble collapsing this week. Wild, wild story. And uh, yeah, I'm pumped to hang with you guys. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) He beat you to it, man. Everything all set up. Back down with the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? It's good to see you, boys. Welcome to the Cobb. (laughs) <laughs> free fall boys i'm talking bloodbath on the financial streets <laughs> uh first of all public service announcement number one you should never lose a debit card but if you do do not lose it right before the end of the month obviously this is personal i left mine in a machine <laughs> at an unknown place i called them they said they couldn't find it i was like all right i'll cancel it and get a new one it hasn't shown up yet. Like, and basically, I'm just being lazy. Like, I have another credit card that I can just switch all my auto payments to. And I'm like, come on, new card, get here. I don't want to have to switch it again. <laughs> wow. That's, you know, depending on what bank you have. Actually, I'm sure you've gone through this. Some of them will print you one right there. But we don't need to talk about it. Oh, you th- I didn't bother to walk up to the bank. I just caught. Call- well, you know what? In my defense, it was after 5 p.m. when I noticed. And I was leaving town the next morning at 6 a.m. So I was scared of people using it if they found it. So I was just like, let me just call and cancel it and order a new one. That's the right move. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that was what, Thursday night? I was like, it'll be here by Monday. Look, got home from work yesterday, checked the mail. No new debit card. But you know what was in there? Matt's familiar with it. Jury duty. Oh, wow. That's, God, that's, that story took a turn. Yeah, right? I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Give me something. Not jury duty. That's it, man. Now, I always wonder about those things. Like when there's a big case going on, I'm like, who's getting that letter to go like figure out the Elizabeth Holmes thing or, you know, whatever the Epstein case or just like Maxwell, you know, like that's a wild, that's a wild Uno card to draw. And I'm sure everybody has the same opinion. But yeah, that's one of those things. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm going to get stuck on some fucking massive jury for two weeks or some crap. <laughs> Ted, knowing you, honestly, okay, I don't remember if grand juries have um, have juries or not, like citizens, but I feel like, Ted, you, it would be like some like case of the century, like, you know, like OJ level case or higher. And you're just like, <laughs> like the whole nation is watching and you're like the one person who doesn't care about it. Like, I just want this to be over. Right. <laughs> Honestly, the first thing I thought about was like, what if I get stuck on a case that's a week long? Like, I get fidgety as it is. I got to sit in a courtroom for six or seven hours every day and just pay attention. If this was a sitcom, they would just cut to you Googling how to cause a mistrial. (laughs) (laughs) You know me, I'm too hard headed. Like, once once we get to deliberation, like, well, hang on now. We got to. You got to look at the facts here. <laughs> you know what? I didn't realize until my sister did jury duty. I thought that every time. So you'd go into the courtroom, right? And you hear all the evidence from both sides. And I thought they got to go in the back and talk about it. They don't get to say a word to each other until it's time to deliberate until closing arguments. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they both oh, have yeah. to equally try their case. I got yelled That's- at for making a joke about the case on a break. Really? Yeah, you, what I was just, the joke? I just made some comment about the lady being. Uh, uh, oh, no, it was about uh, one of the witnesses uh, <laughs> the, uh, was an Elvis impersonator. And uh, the, the, the cross questioning attorney was like, and 
what is it you do for work? <laughs> it was like, uh, I'm an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> and you heard the other ones try and say objection before you could do it. It was overruled. <laughs> and he just Elvis impersonator. <laughs> and he's like, were you wearing the dark sunglasses at the time? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let him say anything more about it. But we, we heard that he was an Elvis impersonator. And of course, I cracked a joke about it back there the next break. And someone's like, we can't do that. That'll cause, you know, I was like, all right. I was just one thing. I just thought it was not that relevant. I'm done. <laughs> oh, wait, so another juror chewed you out? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, it, was it was like juror. the bailiff was like, no, it was a juror. That is not funny. And then, but we are taking care of business. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please take this seriously. Thank you. Thank See, you very much. They're going to throw me off very quickly. It's like, no, 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 you're right. It's it's serious. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a hunk of burning love in my heart for this case. Like, sir, that's two now. Stop. <laughs> I've always thought, like, what would be what, what are like the most inflammatory things you could say to not get selected for the jury? You know what I mean? Like dependent on the case. Like, do you have strong feelings about, you know, like geological events and you just go off? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope I get a softball like. Do you have strong feelings on tailgating? I'll be like, Fuck, yeah, I do. Just, just you're like, God get, damn, get me God out. Damn, now. I've been waiting for this. All right. If this, if this case happened at a tailgate, I can't work on this jury. I travel to places just to tailgate. I don't even go to the games. <laughs> Ted, you'd be like the slumdog millionaire version of jury selection of Wadir. <laughs> like all haven't. the questions, like some crazy. Have you seen Slumdog Millionaire? I have not. Oh, okay, so do you know the premise or no? Uh, the dude wins a lottery. No, so okay, you remember the show Who Wants to Be no. a Millionaire? I was gonna say, so no. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, do you remember the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, yeah, yeah, with Regis. Yeah, exactly. Regis, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, so it's basically that show in India, it's like the Bollywood version, right? And this guy uh, gets all these questions and, you know, it becomes a big sensation because he's moving his way up, working his way towards a million dollars and the whole country is watching and he keeps getting these harder and harder questions. But every question he's from the slums in India, but he weirdly knows the answer because of like some crazy situation that's happened in his life. And through that game show, they tell his life story. And so basically like if your question was about tailgating, it's just like, oh, it's so germane. And then they ask you a question like related to dip and you're like, oh my God, like this, like I've trained for this, you know? And so, and then like, there'd be one about like the AFL CIO or something. It's just like all like perfect based on your life experience. That's what happens to this kid. So that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know the plot of the movie? Uh, yeah. He like wins the lottery. Like, that's actually not it at all. <laughs> it's like, I, yeah. Where did you hear that? <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, don't lose your debit card close to the end of the month. Just, just a, uh, and as long as we're doing public service announcements, every like three out of four years, February only has 28 days. Just reminding people. <laughs> Ted, I feel like just the, just the way you say that, I feel like you incurred some penalties today. I feel like monetary penalties were paid. There, no, there wasn't. It just, honestly, I was just disappointed. Today's the first, and I'm like, damn, man, that card still ain't here. Like, to use my other credit card, then change them back. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm just annoyed about it. But I guess technically, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, today is the third business day. So, should be here tomorrow. So you're just out there talking to AT&T. You're like, I'm good for it, man. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm good for it. Well, one of them was my damn Sounders thing. Uh, and like in December, they called me and were like, dude, like you're delinquent on your thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, uh, not delinquent. They're just like, hey, like you need to pay this. And I was like, yep. Got a new card. Got to give you the number. And I didn't think another payment was coming for like a while. So when I saw that one today, I was like, of course, like somebody in the Sounders is like flag this dude's account. He does not pay his bill. Dude, that's like that whole, um, oh, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but the, the uh, oh man, there's no good way to talk around it. It was like a clerical error, but ended up being like a years long saga. Um, oh, what's the best way? Uh, you know, like with that, like that beverage thing, you remember that? 
that beverage thing at your old place. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No, that's okay. I could tell that story. Like about the the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was an automatic bill. It wasn't. So I just kept throwing them away. Um, I didn't even check the statement. Yeah, this is for like. Um, well, honestly, one of my favorite things about Ted is he has like an office style water cooler in his house at all times. What? Used to. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. He thought he was paying his bill for two years and it was auto paid. And then the dude who like loves him had to cut him off. And they were like friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's that hilarious. Could, like, then it took forever until I moved to get a new one because they were like, oh, your address is like a no go. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're defcom one man you're not getting a water cooler I know. Well, your relationship like, with sparklets is over right and like i know I'm like dude i pay my bills it's just like that was a bad one but then like with this and the last sounders thing i was like damn it i forgot i switched my card <laughs> i just literally <laughs> love for like two years you were just like bragging about it handing out free waters at your house like drinking them laughing like you know <laughs> stacking high fives throwing the bills away and then you're like wait these haven't been getting paid for the last two years like that was like that <laughs> was such a point of pride and joy in your life and it's so funny that it just like like you literally thought it was just auto paying i don't know it just it honestly was hilarious to me i love that also, saga it was also shocking the one day where he's like dude, seriously, it's been two years. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's been two years. Cause it's once you have the machine, it's like a negligible amount, like 15 or 16 bucks a month. Right. For the amount I got. So like, I mean, I know what my balance is, but if my balance is off 10 or $15, it doesn't like, I'm not like, Oh, right. Exactly. So like, right. So I just never really look for it or nothing. <laughs> and I was just like, man, I feel really bad about this, dude. And he's like, I can try. It's going to be tough, though. <laughs> dude, I don't know why I get so much joy from that. I think it's just because it's like such an everyday thing, you know, that like it could happen to anybody. But like, it just, I don't know. That thing was such a big part of your life. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, I mean, that was what we took to Burning Man with us. Yeah, dude, that thing was a hit at Burning Man. I loved having that thing there. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, so I was in Ben this weekend. Bend, Oregon. Now, my previous experience had been <laughs> mainly been Lapine, Oregon, which is down the street. And then I drove through Bend. Like I, like I was telling Matt, I've only like stopped in town and got like a beer and then continued on my way. So me, uh, the mayor, my buddy Rob, my buddy Sean, we're like, all right, let's go to Bend. Actually, before I get into that, because I'm not too worried about it, but I do want to ask you guys. Part of the genesis of this trip was to visit a mutual, but a, a friend of mine, yep. a mutual friend, buddy of Cobbs and I. And like every time I was like, all right, dude, like we're planning on the trip. We're coming down. And it'd be like three days before I'd hear from him. He's like, all right, cool. So last week before we go, I texted him like, hey, man, like I'm going to be there Friday. So I hear from him Thursday. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like super busy with work, but we'll figure something out. So I text him Friday when we got into town. Never heard from him <laughs> all weekend. So I'm like, wow, like I get it. He's opening a business, but now I'm like, I don't know. Do I like, I'm like, I think I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I've been there before, right? Like sometimes you just can't like this summer Baird hit me up and he's like, dude, I got like six hours in the city. And I'm like, I'm literally on Lake Sammamish, like swimming. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred degrees, like not going to make it. But I was like, all right, man, I guess we didn't hear from him. Dude, the no response is cold. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I we we could speculate about why that happened and whatnot, but I feel like at this point, the friendship is not over, but it's certainly on him to rekindle. If that's what you're asking, I don't know what you're asking us, but yeah. Well, I think too, like if I was just going down just myself to visit him, I'd be like, what the fuck? But like, I was like, oh, dude, we, you know, I was like, this, is, like, we rented an Airbnb. There was four of us, like. I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but I'm just, I, I guess you answered my question. Like, you know what? I'll wait to hear from him. I'll just leave it alone. Yeah. And you know, the person question, like they went through a breakup kind of recently, a big one. And just, I don't know. You never know what's going on in someone's life, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, I also like too, I had reached out to somebody else like, just so you know, I'm hanging out with your ex. And then I never even saw their ex. It was my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I gave you guys the heads up. So, all right, anyhow, 
so Ben, right? <laughs> so when I drove, when I was hanging out at Crater Lake, like I was staying in La Pine, but I drove through Ben. And right before Mount Hood, and you're like this, they call it the Hoodland Shopping Center. It's like a liquor store, a Mexican joint, cantina, and a uh, like little grocery store and a gas station. So I'd like stop there to get gas. And you know me, this was years ago. So I bought, I was like, oh, there's a liquor store. I'm gonna get a fifth of Fireball. So I have it for my room. <laughs> so then we're driving out there Friday and we stop at the same place as we're going up the hood to get gas. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. And then it's like, it's 1055 and it's like, can we just wait five minutes and go into the cantina? Cantina was awesome. Like I wish, like I don't know why I would ever be there again, but like the drinks were good. Like we were chatting with people at eleven a.m. Like, awesome. Wow, Hoodland, Hoodland. So anyhow, so we go to Bend. I I tell you what, I love that town. Like the spirit of it was great. Like the first bar we went to was like a sports bar. You can find that anywhere. But then our place and everything's close. So we walked over to the McMinimans Friday night. Boom. We just start making friends like within a couple hours, you know, like McMinimins. If you've never been to a McMinimins, the, they're, they make their own beers and stuff, but they take over places. So this used to be a grade school. So there's like different little hidden bars you can go to. Right. So at some point I lose the three guys I'm with, but I'm outside by the fires. I've already made a group of friends. And then they text me and they're like, dude, we're upstairs in this room hanging out with this couple we met, like having free beers. And I'm like, cool. So we go in there. And then we go to this one bar called the Broom Closet, which is like the secret bar. And we walk in, right? We've been in town for less than five hours. We walk in. There's a table full of people that are like, Ted! No, Ted's back! (laughs) Ted's back? Right? And the mayor looks at me and just goes, how how did did you you tell fans you were coming down here? I'm like, oh no, these people have no idea who I am. I'm just Ted to them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Dude, it I, always does blow his mind. Like, yeah, that's funny. Well, Cobb, you traveled with me. Like, being on the radio in Seattle helps, but like, that's just kind of my personality either way. Like, I'm going to chat up people and make some friends. Yeah, honestly, you are sort of a social hurricane like that. Something I like about you is like when we go into any sort of social setting, I feel like we just divide and conquer. Like, I see very little of you until about an hour in, you know, like we kind of just do our own thing. I make some friends, you make some friends, we meet up for the scouting report. Yeah, oh. right. Go ahead, Matt. So Ted, I I have like a similar style. Like I picked that up from you. I've seen it in action. It's a great trait. And you yeah. know, our buddy Lance is pretty similar too. Lance is <laughs> very good at it. And, and so now I'm here where I don't really have any friends. I do that with like a gazillion people all the time, but like no one's really I have clients and then I have but I meet people like how does that progress into like up there? I was, I just had so many friends that I'd known forever. And it's like, how does that turn into actual friendship at what point? And what do you do? Not that I'm trying to force it. I kind of like having no friends and playing golf whenever I can. Like it's nice I mean, I having. Think, I think the main thing is like, it's easy to meet people like, you know, at a bar. So like the 420 bank. But if you have been to that 420 bank a couple times and seen like the same couple or some dude and you're blowing down, like eventually it's kind of awkward, but you just got to like get a phone number or an Instagram and be like, all right, like we should actually like hang out sometime. Then you, you know, and it could be just like shooting golf or whatever, but it's good to have, I don't know. I think it's good to have a couple people in your court just in case. Yeah. Instagram is like the one that I feel like is pretty common these days, right? That's like the... Yeah the hippest but also chillest way it's like whoa 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 what do you what do we need each other's numbers for you know but if it's like yeah i'll follow you on instagram then it's just like chill yeah dude well i'll i'll say this too matt you know this is a tip that ted gave me probably like six or seven years ago and i haven't been able to utilize it because i've always lived in like you know micro studios and airbnbs and stuff like that but one of the main things down here in Austin is we're setting up our apartment for hosting people. And Ted's tip is like, you know, it's kind of an advanced friendship tip, but he's like, have people over to your home. It makes them feel a lot closer to you. And uh, I was thinking about that. And I was like, dude, that's true. Cause I feel really close to a ton of people and not that many people cl- feel close to me. It's cause they haven't been to my house. Wow. Yeah. Advanced you're tip for you. What that one's for free. Everybody that's from Ted. 
interesting <laughs> threshold. He's right, too. The more you think about it, trust me. Yeah, I mean, right. And if you come over, right, I'm always going to have something, probably some food or something. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, when you feed people or go share a meal with them, especially when you feed them, like, you, you tell a lot without saying anything. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'll say I pulled a number that night, too. So, I mean, I, your boy was on fire. In bed? Wow. Oh, yeah. Powerful well tits. Done. Wow. Yeah. Well, now we're taking a feather in our cap. We met this other couple, right? They buy. So now at this point, like I've talked to the other people, like, met a, like got that girl's number. Now we're back outside. It's still at the St. Francis school by the fires. And the husband, Brian orders like two pizzas, but like, like I, you know how it is now it's like 10 o'clock at night. People are disappearing. So then we're like, ah, oh, we're going to go get in the hot tub. Like you guys should come over. We're like two blocks away. And they're like, for real? And I was like, yeah, well, like you guys are staying here. And they're like, do you want to take some pizza? And I was like, I'll take some pizza. And then, and then the husband's like, dude, why don't you just carry the pizzas back? We'll just follow you. And I'm like, all right. My buddy, Sean, who's not a big car guy. Now I'm talking to the wife and I'm like, where's Sean? She's like, oh, Brian wanted to show him his truck. I don't know that Sean's ever driven a truck or whatever. By the time I get over there, he's like hanging outside the door being like, this thing's fucking amazing. Can you pop the hood for me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Like, they were like, they were like, I mean, I was like, yeah, they trusted us enough. They came over. They took a soak in the tub, in the hot tub. Oh, that's oh, awesome. God. Yeah. And then I just want to mention, like, Ben's really cool, too. Like, Crux Brewing was awesome. We went to, like, Crater Lake Distilling, went to, like, their tasting room. They had a, Matt, I know you don't drink anymore. I'm sure they could make a virgin of it. But they had a Tootsie Roll small cocktail. But I swear to God, it tasted like a to- like like a Tootsie Roll. I was like, "This is unbelievable!" Wow. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, I love Bend, man. It's such a lively town. Like that river running through the middle. Did you guys go walk around that? And then they also have that surfing wave in the middle of downtown. Did you see that thing? Yeah, yeah that's the negative oh. Ghost Rider. Oh, Ted, dude. Okay, so so you, I'm sure you saw the river that flows through downtown, right? Sure. Okay, so this whole town for people who haven't been to Bend is, and people from Washington, it's kind of like Bellingham, but like a little nicer version. It's like if Bellingham and Portland had sex, that's Bend. And so there's this river that wraps through the middle of it. It's the most idyllic looking, slow moving, lazy river. And so hundreds and hundreds of people float it on sunny days in the summer. But next to it is a concert venue. And then about halfway through, so in the dead center of town, they, built a wave for surfing so they arranged some rocks and stuff so there's this surf wave so people will go out there and all day people are dropping in on this wave learning to surf it's super cool and people do like you know uh what are they called uh wake skating and stuff like that and uh yeah it's kind of a big attraction in the middle of town so very cool yeah and mount bachelor is only like 20 minutes away we did on the way into town we did stop at uh smith rock and check that out that was pretty cool uh yeah, and like Friday was beautiful. But yeah, Saturday, man, we had fun at Crux and then like we had to stop at the grocery store and then we were just bumming around the center of town, like going to places and checking things out. But no, I'm with you. The vibe's super cool. Also, I was shocked how many people I met from all over the country that are just moving there. And they're like, ah, we looked it up, we liked it. Like we could we could either work remote or find a job here. And I was like, no, no kidding. And I mean that crux brewery. Like, I'm not sure I've ever really drank their beers, but their place is awesome. We were there on a, like, what time were we there? Like, one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon? There had to be 200, 300 people out there already. Like, massive space, cornhole, massive dogs. I mean, it it was everything you could want. (laughs) That's Honestly, that's rowdy. I love it. It was, man. And, like, we were terrible at cornhole, and there was, like, a couple chirping us. And I was like, oh, man, I like this town. Like people feel fine <laughs> kind of give you shit. They, I was like, you know me. I was like, do you guys even play? And they're like, hell no, we don't play. We just sit here and watch the entertainment while we eat and drink. <laughs> Dude, I like that even, you know, like all sports are, you know, the, the Super Bowl is over. Like obviously March Madness is, you know, kind of starting to kick off. But like on like basically one of the no sport weekends of the year, you find yourself at a tailgate playing cornhole. <laughs> basically, yeah. Like, all right, we got to, we got, there's no pub league yet. Like, you know what? Let's get out of town and take a road trip. <laughs> Honestly, one of our mutual friends sent me a photo of you playing cornhole. And I just, all I responded was in the zone. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, but it was a ton of fun. Now, here's another thing we found out. Uh, oh, here's here's a you know what? I can tell that story later. Do you think, first of all, what constitutes a trip like that? Because we like it's not a bachelor party, but it's like just like a group of people getting away, getting out of town. People were like, Are you here for Mount Bachelor? We're like, No. Like, are you here for this or that? We're like, No, it just seems like a cool town to go to. Uh, you know, I would say that you guys are between categories, but I would lean towards man trip. It's all males on the, on the squad. I would probably go man trip. Yeah, but that's like when we were in Milwaukee. Everybody's like here for the baseball game. We're like, nah. Like, you go, like, like what are you guys in town for? We're like, just a visit. I, call yeah, boys. I know. What's wrong with checking boys something weekend? out? I get, yeah, I guess you're right. It's a boys weekend. I guess to me, oh. like, we Road went. Trip? We road trip right like we went to a different breweries and stuff but like and in the day it's just like kind of the same thing like eating some snacks like talking <laughs> shit, having beers i feel like what boys are like boys weekend it's like oh man like anything could happen it's like what happened like not pretty much normal like we had a good time there was a hot tub we went to a couple bars we met people yeah that's yeah, I feel like Boys Weekend maybe is the move. Ted, what, what was in your mind coming into this? What, what were you thinking about it in your head? I, you know what? I didn't have a label, but people were just like love chatting with us and stuff. So they kept asking us. And I was like, I don't know what we'd label this. You know yeah, I mean? they were like, what's the deal? They needed like, like a reason. Right, because if four guys, like if you're in New Orleans, like I don't pick any city or like you're at the Gorge. It's like, well, you're there for an event. Whereas like we didn't have a sp- particular purpose. It wasn't a bachelor party. So I guess you're right. It was just a boys weekend. Yeah. I, it's weird how people like need there to be something. You know what I mean? You're like, you can't <laughs> just travel and enjoy yourself. <laughs> I want to see a, some new bars. And I'm a single dude. So like to me, boys weekend sounds like a bunch of married dudes, like trying to get away with their wives. I'm like every week it's a fucking boys weekend to me. That's what people were like. <laughs> we need to have like a men's camp, just men. I'm like, nah, we don't. Like, yeah, that's my life, dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm living it. <laughs> God, dude, that's funny. <laughs> I never really thought about that. I love that people try to hype you on men's camps. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, like, you're into that. Yeah. I'm like, no, I did one weekend like that. I would, I would, I don't, I hate, I don't use the word never. I'd be hard pressed to ever do it again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, your wife's got any friends? <laughs> <laughs> basically right that was kind of the thing all weekend <laughs> well because somebody was like I, I forget how we got on the conversation oh that's right somebody in the group just made a joke that said well there's always a villain in every crew so then somebody else went like well what do you think our roles are here and i like i was like i feel like i'm generally like outgoing guy that meets other people but i'm like everybody on this trip is just as outgoing and good at meeting people so i was like i I, I don't really know, like we have set roles, but you know, I feel like I'm yeah, superpower here. neutralized. Yes, I feel like a lot of friend groups you're gonna have like the quiet guy, or I don't know, like the weird dude. <laughs> Thank like, you. Or it's like, right? It's like, no, this is just four really outgoing guys <laughs> that are gonna sit around and have drinks and talk ass about anything. Just a bunch of high five and white guys. You know what? That's what we were high five and white guys. Have you seen that skit? I don't know if how long you've been like how familiar almost, with Seattle almost, history. Almost live was not on the air when I actually. You know what? It's it used to come on after SNL, but everybody talked about it so much, so I know SNL and the high five and white or almost live and the high five and white guys. Oh, nice, cool, yeah, yeah. And you know me, I tried to do my thing in the afternoon. I was like, you know what, man, we could call it an early night by this one, boys. Get home, smoke some weed outside, like watch SNL, hot tub. And they're like, shut up. There is no chance you're going to be sitting on this couch at 830. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And at one point we're at some bar and like somebody just comes over, one of our friends, and it's like, hey, man, just so you know, it's 830 if you want to get home and watch. I was like, why would I want to go home? Oh, <laughs> yeah, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, dude, Ben would be a fun place for for that kind of trip. I feel like that's a perfect destination. Good spot. Yeah, and like I was saying, like when we drove back on Sunday, oh, once we got over Mount Hood, that I hadn't seen that we by the way, so for the record, February was about to set a record for the driest February in years. And then after Sunday and Monday, we got 
We got over we, we got over the month's worth of rain in two days. No way. Oh yeah, that ride home was a little like we got over Mount Hood and everything was fine. We stopped at the same cantina. The bartender's like, you guys made it back. We're like, we missed brunch, but we did. Nachos <laughs> fire. Uh but yeah, once we started getting into Oregon and they got on I five, I mean it 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 was gross, man. Like like you know, like not like Seattle rain, but just dumping like people hydroplaning. I think we passed three legit accidents. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the thing that Bend, you know, it's right on the southern end of Oregon. And so it kind of gets that like Northern California weather almost like, yeah, I've had this a similar experience, like driving home at some point, you just drive underneath a cloud and then that cloud never ends. You just get back to Seattle like three hours later. <laughs> yeah, I, You're right. I think technically it is high desert. Like that's their temperament over there. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> All right, I feel like I'm just telling a story about Ben. How, how was your guys' weekend? Oh, uh, you know what? We'll cover that. What's Matt? Cobb, how was your weekend? <laughs> um, do well. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm preparing for the onslaught. So, um, as we talked about on this cast, uh, your brother, uh, do we say his name on here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris Smith coming down to Austin uh, here fairly soon. So, pumped on that. I got him on the calendar. Um, we've been texting a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I got a couple other the mayors coming through town and a couple other people coming down. So just uh was trying to get my my place kind of dialed. Um I'm getting domestic boys. I own a couple plants now, so I got that going for me. Nice. Uh luckily I was able to get desert plants, so they require very little maintenance. Just water them once a week and a uh, little bit of nutrition like once a year. So uh yeah, so you know, I would say my life's really coming together. I own a cactus now. Um we have a dog, so you know <laughs> you it's all happening. Did you get a succulent? We do have a couple of succulents, yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, the main thing. So January, the plan was learn to ski. February, the plan was like dial in my place of living so I can like have a have a launch pad, you know. And so yeah, mostly done with that. Did a couple things over the weekend, you know. Put up some uh, like a coat rack and some, you know, I don't know, man. Random projects, you know how it is, but um. Yeah. And then other than that, just been, you know, working out, doing yoga, eating healthy, trying to get my mind right, reading some books. And uh, and then pretty soon I'm going to be a math boat, you know, try to make some friends down here. Nice. nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in no rush. I was just curious. I figured Ted would be a good person to ask. And... Oh, yeah, he Helpful. is. And there's a, there's a strong there's a difference between like looking for friends and thirsty. You don't want to be thirsty. Yeah, and it's tough to like you're you're in a longer play too. It's like you live there. Like yeah. it's easy to kind of like meet people this weekend, like have fun and say what's up, but it 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 takes a little time. Plus, like truthfully, right? Like you don't you don't already have trying to remember how to explain this. Right? Like I had somebody that like I worked with. So usually that's you're gonna meet a lot of people too, is through work. Then there's somebody yeah. after work, like, should we hang outside of work? Yeah, and it's awkward. You, you basically have to ask them on like a date, and it's like, yeah. sure, you're not trying to fuck them, but there's still that same undertone of like, all right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like let's see if there's a total psychopath not in the office. Everybody <laughs> has kids, dude. That's what's you know, and it's like, oh yeah, no, we just, I mean, it's just we just fuck off a lot. We play a lot of golf, and like, yeah, it's just interesting thing but uh yeah do i do think that's an interesting uh take on it and like especially bringing inviting people over and i did realize like carson lawyer lives down here and he's been over here and i do consider him a friend so oh yeah hey that guy's cool cut. man we i always like guy. his emails and, honestly and his girls dope as f yeah i mean i have to write I mean, that down but yeah it's cool just this summer i was a three-year-old birthday party with you like you thrive there like i'm sure yeah. i'm sure after a couple months the people you work with they'll just be like do you want to come over and like hang out with the kids but knowing you you'll be like oh dude we'll come by we just kind of want to get out of the house and do something different on a kids Saturday. are fun yeah, yeah. is there gonna be someone cake? offers yeah cake? What's their, what kind of games do they like is, is there cake bubbles and maybe a soda yeah i'm in <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take a break there, and then uh, we can come back and get into uh, emails. What's Madden and the Cobb Topic?
That's that Damatha can do attitude. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Welcome back. Thanks to all of our sponsors, whether we know them personally or not. nice dude i haven't even mentioned that to him yet oh it's good (laughs) i mean i think that joke or no we talked about a little bit but i was like that's really just for us but i like it (laughs) (laughs) mr cobb do you have some emails yeah i'll track it down um (laughs) uh, okay uh apparently i think we kind of talked about it but apparently the girl i'm dating uh, a relative of hers had an advertisement come across our podcast and he doesn't even know that this podcast exists. So it was just some automated thing, but pretty funny. Um, you mean okay. that thing you do in the closet? At my yeah, I know. That I'm also podcast? literally in a closet right now recording this. That's insane. <laughs> that podcast? Why is my company involved? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's not like, it, it, it's like a pretty like, respectable profession it's not like they're like you know like pest control or hauling out dead bodies or something so like i'm sure they don't want to be associated with us but anyway i just i'm scared honestly to bring it up because then i'm scared he'll listen and then hear like you know seven years of us talking trash about all manner of things you know not like yeah i mean nothing off limits so anyway another feeling be too intimate <laughs> okay uh Cobb, this email is for you. Uh, let me just start with saying I love the podcast so damn much. I started listening to uh, I started listening because of Ted. Then I found the overnight sensation, Matt Coke. Then I heard you. I couldn't believe I found a podcast I could relate to three different hosts so much in so many different ways. I love the triangle of insight you all have. Uh, then I found the Aaron Cobb Experiment, uh, which was a podcast I did a couple of years ago. Was that in 2018? I think. Um, I'm going to stop being a fanboy, but please know I appreciate you, Ted and Matt, more than you know. Uh, I have met you all at a couple of the podcast meetups, but I appreciate the three of you so much. If nothing else, I just hope this lets you know that you're helping people, and I appreciate you all. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Do we know who, did they not sign their name? Uh, they didn't. Um, all right. uh, you, I you, yeah. I, you follow the rule. I appreciate it. So look, I just years ago I told Cobb if they don't if if you don't sign your name to an email, I was like, don't read it. So like, you know, sometimes you forget, and the uh, the student becomes the teacher. <laughs> Dead honestly, it's so funny because we've been friends for a long time, and you know, obviously, I have a lot of different friends in radio. And like, that's like the one rule of radio. I feel like I actually know. I'm like, hey, if they didn't sign it, like, or if they put just a nickname, that's all I read. Like, read what they wrote. Dance with the girl. Who brought you? Thank you, Ted Smith. Trust me. When we went back to the St. Francis bar, I dropped that. Like people were like, "Oh, you guys are back." Dance with the girl that brought you. <laughs> <laughs> football memories. Hola, boys. Catching up on the cast this week, and you reminded me of a couple of football memories. First one was the Super Bowl loss to the Pats, uh, the Patriots. Uh, my buddy and I had fistfuls of Skittles ready to throw all around the house when we got that touchdown. We were all so certain what was coming. No skills were thrown that day, unfortunately. Uh, The second was the Hawks and Vikings championship game of that same season. My parents and my father-in-law and I were watching the game uh, in a bar in Seaside, Oregon on a trip. Uh, There was one couple in the bar that was suspiciously quiet and focused on the game. They were not wearing any team colors. When Blair Walsh lined up for the last kick, the guy at the table stands up, starts to unzip his jacket, revealing a purple jersey. As the kick went wide, the guy zips his jacket up to his throat and leaves the bar without his girlfriend and without closing his tab. I nearly pissed myself. I was laughing so hard and will never uh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Real quick, I know somebody's going to email us. For the record, that game was the following year. The championship game before they lost to the Patriots was the comeback against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Oh, yeah, that crazy Packers game. I forgot about that. Um, Also, in response to Ted's comment about driving an extra 12 hours from Yellowstone to Seattle uh, in Bernie's RV, uh, 12 hours driving with an RV or travel trailer is not the same animal as 12 in a car, something I learned over the last few COVID summers after buying our own travel trailer. Anyways, thanks for the cast, boys. Keep them coming. The exterminator. (laughs) Trust me, exterminator. 
I, I hear you. I was just shocked he didn't realize how close, how far west Yellowstone National Park is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Those East Coasters, man. <laughs> even over there, I feel like even a three-hour drive is far. Uh, okay, oh, the title of this... You know, I see. I think East Coast people drive farther. Like when you see my brother, ask him. Like he drives down to Charleston. It's like yeah, it's seven and a half, eight hours. But like out here, there's not. You go to Spokane, that's like five. But like Portland's so close. So I'm like, I don't know. I I feel like East Coast people travel farther. Just you're passing more stuff. The main thing is, Bernie's yeah. a smart individual. He just he just never been this far. Like he just really. Th- I don't know where he thought it was. It just thinks I live in fucking Mars. And I was like. Dude, if you're that close, come on over. Dude, I guess what I would say, most of my experience is from Boston, and I just know that they like almost never drive to New York, and that's only three hours away. And I was like, dude, it's like right down the street. Like three hours is nothing. I mean, that we couldn't even get to like that's like, you know, to Wenatchee or whatever. But um uh the other thing that I guess led me to believe that about East Coast people is almost everybody from the West Coast at some point has been to the East Coast. Almost nobody from the East Coast has at some point been to the West Coast. I would say 70% of people in Boston and New York have not been to the West Coast. Crazy. You're exactly right. And I'm going to keep telling stories. But right, the second night we were back at the McMinimans. So I'm wearing a hoodie. Cobb, you've seen me in that St. Patrick's Day hoodie. Yep. But it's from a place called Looney's Pub in Maryland, right? And these dudes are just like, are you from Maryland? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, why? And they're like, Looney's Pub. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I'm from College Park. And they're like, we all went to College Park. And I was like, no, shit. but it's very odd to see all those East Coasters out here. Yeah, so it's like rare. Like, they really stand out. Like, even when we were in Park City, I mean, I met two people and both of them I immediately identified as from New York or New Jersey. And both of them I was right. You know, it's like, oh, just- what do you mean by that? No, it wasn't even, you know, honestly, it wasn't even the accent. It was the content, but yeah. All right. I thought you also um, did pretty good on that front, Ted. The guy was like, if I ran this ski resort, all the lifties would be in bikinis, beautiful women. We wouldn't have to wait in any lines. I was like, all right, dude, like that, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and he was going off. Like, I, I'm not going to go into it, but he, yeah, he was a wild character. And then the other one I got into an argument with about cryptocurrency. So that was fun. <laughs> but people don't understand East Coast people are pretty aggressive, but that's just like their way of communicating. Where West Coast people are like, is this guy mad at me? I was like, no, no, no. He just wants to, he just wants to go back and forth like some New Yorker guy. Um, okay. The, the subject line of this <laughs> email is posture and bitch gloves. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. First off, posture is king when you're as short as Matt and I are. Easily makes you look three or four inches taller. Ted might even be mistaken for six feet. Uh, secondly, I was always anti-crutch, uh, but my garage is only heated above 40 when I'm in there. So I bought some gloves this winter um, because, goddamn, that bar was cold. I am now 100% behind be comfortable and just be here. Uh What's the line on how long it takes Matt to tell us he saw woodshed at the 420 bank? I'll take $5 on before 2024. LARP on Scott, the friendly IT guy. <laughs> woodshed. That's what it was, dude. Woodshed. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a great email. And it makes a great point about gloves. Like, who cares? That man listens to the podcast. I'll just tell you right there. Just from that comment. That man listens. he definitely owns the podcast stock let's go (laughs) the early stuff before we split it yeah thanks scott that's a great email (laughs) Uh, um, all the land sometime in the last couple years i noticed and was able to remember my body's breathing rhythm when i'm falling asleep for me it's a more rapid shallowish breath now, whenever I want to fall asleep, I intentionally breathe in this rhythm. I swear I fall asleep in a fraction of the time now. Cheers. All right. That's a good, it's a good life hack. Oh, that's, yeah, you're right. That, that was the title was life hack. Thank you, Ted. Um, yeah, there was like that one about like pilots. We might've talked about it, how they try to like relax their face. It's pretty hard to do. 
but it's really good for falling asleep if you like relax every micro muscle in your face. And uh, final email, life hack tip. I have a couple of life hacks to help me achieve my daily goals. First, when I go to brush my teeth to make sure I floss daily, I floss before I brush. That way it's done by the time I brush and I don't have an excuse not to. Wow, that's actually good because I'm bad at flossing. Um, Wait, do, are people flossing afterwards? I thought you always floss beforehand. I've always flossed after. Not really sure why. All right. Uh, second, to drink my daily gallon of water, I fill up a gallon jug of lukewarm, lukewarm water first thing in the morning, then pour that into my favorite water bottle throughout the day. I need it lukewarm. Otherwise, it'll lower my, lower my body temperature too much, and I'll avoid drinking it until it warms up. That causes a lot of lost time, and I won't be able to catch up those numbers. I ain't playing that. I've got goals to achieve. Good luck this year, Michelle. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, also, like I know we got another email that uh, just came to mind. I don't know. Like, either way. So first of all, it was about the lady loggers. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> and she was saying that. No, because like, why aren't they just the loggers? The high school team, her kids play, but like they're the lady loggers. So I was talking about lady turps or lady yeah. calls. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't know why we do that. Also, yeah, I found out this weekend. That's a good conversation starter. People are like, why don't we do that? Or why do we do that? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, but it was from Dom, who I'm almost positive is the one that lives in on Alaska. Dom, you'll yeah. be happy to know when we passed it on the way home. I went, ah, there it is. Yeah. And they were like, why do you care? And I was like, oh, we have a list or we have an emailer that emails us all the time and gives out squatty potties. Yeah, and she's cool. Um, yeah, for some reason, I love uh, Exit 11, Vader. Right, and we've talked about this. I have part kind of hung out in Vader, like on the river there. Wait, I just realized I made a mistake. Exit 11 is Battleground, Washington, home of Battleground Pizza. Vader is its own, its own thing. It is. Yeah, and Battleground's also the greatest rest stop area in the world. That's where we stop with the ECS buses before we go to Portland chug beers it's i mean it's as close as you're going to get to hooliganism in a fun way battleground baby right but actually on alaska nice real quick on the topic of hooliganism i uh i was chatting with uh so my business partners obviously grew up in dublin um in ireland and we were chatting a little bit about um some of the stuff going on with the ukraine thing which we don't really need to get into but they're uh ambassador went on TV in Ireland and basically was saying all that he was like, Oh, it's not an attack. Like Russia's not doing anything, whatever. Da, 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 da. And like Europe just has a hooligan culture. Like in the U S people protest, but I feel like it's a little more like reserved dude. He said that 15 to 20,000 people went outside of the embassy and egged the embassy egged the guy's car and we're like throwing trash at it and stuff and just like like they just take matters into their own hands like they're pissed about something like they're not voting they're like hey mate let's go down to the store like get a bunch of eggs and go ham and like i love that man freaking hilarious yeah activism <laughs> uh all right uh yeah let's check out with what's mad hey, hey what's good what's man uh before we get to what's mad hey, hey what's good what's man whoa Check out with what's man. Hey, what's good? What's man? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's man. Hey, what's good? What's man? Whoa. Check out with what's man. All right. Um. Oh, did I catch? Sorry, I didn't mean to. I wasn't looking at you. No. Uh. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, it was a good weekend. I let's see. I'm trying to get it in chronological order. Um. But I had a. Uh, I sent you guys that picture from when i was at the fair having that oh yeah oh yeah yeah sorry i did not respond so i just figured that's why i was stuck i was like well we're just gonna start with the fair because you know you guys we're kind of losing you man well it's a good time because i'm the one talking so yeah (laughs) um yeah the uh the fair was great uh i sent you guys a picture of me eating that turkey leg and everything said texas sized like I had the Texas sized turkey leg and then I had a Texas sized donut. Uh, yeah, Texas, everything's bigger. The Texas sized donut was just an entire paper plate. 
cob. Is that like a regular thing down there or is that just fair food? Just claiming Texas. I honestly don't know. But what I can tell you is uh, when I went to school, there was a guy there from Texas and to make fun of him, every time someone was big, people would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go have me a big old Texas sized beer, like a big old Texas sized slice of pizza or whatever it was. So <laughs> it may be a thing, but definitely Texans are known for everything being bigger. And I would say that mostly holds true, including their waistlines. But do you have like donuts that are this big? Matt, it, it's like the big rock candy mountain down here. I mean, we have we have donuts the size of your car. We have beautiful women just waiting to fan you with ferns and feed you grapes. It's all everything you hear is true. <laughs> it's like Eden. I will say Texas, everything is bigger in Texas, but also there is a thing. It's like there's a, a bakery in the market. Where your shop is that literally says like Texas sized donuts. Yeah. Yeah. And actually those wow. things are pretty good. Also, um, in anybody who lives like in and around Kingsgate factory donut, one of the best donut shops in, in Washington, uh, top five, not top three. Uh, they have a giant donut. that's really good too. <laughs> uh, top five. Not three. so there you go. <laughs> Get it straight. That one's free. <laughs> Boys, I have a passion for donuts. I'm sorry. Okay, sometimes it bleeds through. I know no one cares. No, it's great. That's why. I, that's why I had to get it because I was like, "This Texas-sized donuts, my boy in do- Texas is donut king." Like, um, so I got the Samoa flavored one, and it like had caramel and coconut and chocolate fudge all over the top of it. I couldn't finish it. It was just gigantic and <clears throat> Texas amount of syrup on top too. Uh, for the record, we started our road trip by picking up my buddy in Tacoma. And we were like, what's your address? And he's like, just pick me up at Legendary Donuts. And we had giant donuts on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great start to a boys weekend. Right. <laughs> boys weekend! Yeah! <laughs> I always um, wish I could like smash a beer open on my forehead just for boys weekends. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people do that kind of stuff. <laughs> I've wanted to be able to do that so many times. Uh, Me too. Yeah. So uh, we went on some rides at the fair. Have you guys seen the the hang bar, the bar that you hang on there? That's like the game. Yes, dude. You know oh my god. Yes. T- t- no. Tell me about it. I'm so interested in this. It's rigged as hell, dude. But it literally now it the can be beat. Is- it can be beaten. What's the trick? Dude, okay, you should tell people what we're talking about first. Okay, well, I don't know exactly how it's rigged. All I know is, like, you shift your grip a fraction of an inch, and the whole bar just flies out from under your hands. It's like a pull-up bar, and it's basically, like, kind of tries to take advantage of men being like, I'm tough, like, I can do a bunch of pull-ups. I could easily hang from that bar. And he's like, okay, if you can hang from the bar for two minutes... I'll give you some kind of prize, like insert, you know, hundred dollars or whatever. And it's like 20 bucks to do it. And the reason nobody can do it is twofold. One, the bar is really thin. And so the size of a man's hands, is actually pretty tough to grip it. And then two, the bar is not secured. So the bar can actually roll towards you. And when you you're hanging there, it rolls towards you, putting your uh, wrists in a compromised position. So that combined with the blood flowing out of your arms for two minutes makes it almost impossible, even for the most in-shape men, to hold on for two minutes. Rock climbers can do it. But the secret, actually, maybe I shouldn't tell the secret on here, but it is beatable. Dude. Oh, All right. Man. I mean, I wouldn't try it either way. You got to tell me the secret. There's a YouTube video where a guy goes through like kind of what's going on and how to beat it. And basically you put your thumb across your fingers, you put your thumb across your fingers and you make it so pressure from your thumb is pushing down on your hand. All right. It was a 90 second challenge. It cost me $10 to for one attempt for a bunch. And I made it to 75 seconds and then it just gave out from under me and I just slid right off. But yeah, it was, uh, there's a whole crowd by that point, And he was like, 
oh, everybody get ready to count them down to 10. And I was like, man, I don't need attention right now. Like, I'm trying to focus. And I was like, this guy's uh, this Carney's playing mind games with me up here. And that probably didn't help my time. But there's no way I was making it that last 15 seconds without adjusting my grip a little bit. And well, yeah, obviously, just, he's messing with you. It's a carnival game. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> No, I was I was like I was so zen for the first like 70 seconds. And then in the last five, it's like my grip's going. And then I was like, this guy's playing carny tricks with me. And then, yeah, it was over before I knew it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was fun. Golf's going good. Uh, chipped in for a birdie on 17. That's a whole I've tripled a, a lot of times. So I was very happy with that. Uh, <laughs> we'll nice. call it there. It's about that time. On boop, doop, 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 doop. topic. Oh, topic. <laughs> we'll make it short and sweet, boys. I'm not going to say the context, but I saw a girl in a uh, dominatrix leather type dress wearing a ball gag. She's a very attractive woman, but the ball gag just didn't do it for me. And so, um, the cop topic this week is what's a typical turn on that actually turns you off. Feel free to email us literally the word email at the podcast.com. What's a typical turn on that actually turns you off. Um, yeah. And we'll read it on the show. What do you got boys? I, I mean, there's Ted's so into everything oh, no, I mean, <laughs> that aren't my favorite, but like turn off is a tough uh, it's a strong word. I agree. <laughs> well, yeah, not not turn off. Maybe you just you don't get the appeal. That that works too. You're just like, ah, I don't know, Jello wrestling, not for me. Oh, yeah, Jello wrestling in a second. Yeah, I was joking, dude. Come on, oh. please. I would I would buy shares of Jello just to see the wrestling. Yeah, I, oh, obviously. Man, I, I dude, I still remember Ted. I still remember China and some other unnamed wrestler in the WWE, and that was like the first time I saw. Like uh, you know, a woman's upper body on television, Jello oh. wrestling, one of the main events. So, like, come on, dude. I mean, I don't hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> this was an example. I'm just, I'm helping you brainstorm. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you, Matt. And Ted's just over there, literally into everything. He's just laughing. He's like, God, I just, I love, I check every fetish box on the list <laughs> i don't i feel like now whatever i say is gonna sound like rude like i don't know fedoras but they're like no nah, i've dated girls that wore fedoras i'm just like uh, <laughs> a normal turn on like i mean fetishes is easier i can tell you fetishes i'm not like dominatrix stuff i don't really care about but i'd still be like that dominatrix is hot i'm turned on i just don't want to get hit yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Ted, basically, I'm looking for you to kink shame somebody, but you don't have to. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun hearing you talk about that because basically, like Ted's kind of bread and butter over the years has always been like blondes with big boobs. And I've always been more infatuated with brunettes with nice asses. Wow. I'm in both of those camps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're keeping it real, I don't know. Well, that's what I. What if they were mud wrestling? Yeah, pro. Oh my god! Actually, no. The girls were mud wrestling in that thing. I remembered. I forgot about that. It wasn't Jello. <laughs> it was mud, white bikini yeah. too. I remember it too, Cobb. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people do. I think a few of our listeners might. Well, like, I mean, look, it's mind. a podcast. I don't mind saying it here, but it's like, I don't know, like whenever I'm kind of starting dating or like, what kind of girls, like, what are you, what are you really into? I can't be like, ah, oh, man, honestly, just trashy. Like, oh, well, <laughs> you, know, you, you can't say that to somebody. It sounds horrible. And it's like, no, like, oh, man, like this is, that's why I was like, I'm going to sit this one out. And I already got into trouble again. <laughs> Ted's like, give me a girl in a flannel and a pair of cut off jeans. And I'm good to go. Oh, f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, oh man. All right, Cobb, before we end, quick question. Years ago we get together on a night like tonight, this specific night. Do you know do you know why I bring that up? This specific night is in the date of today. Uh the date changes, but this night specifically. 
Oh, uh, Hot Tub Tuesday? Laissez la bon rente, man. It's Fat Tuesday. We'd go get a hurricane. Woo! Let the good times roll. I was like, yeah, I bet, baby. I bet outside your window there's a lot of people tonight. Yeah, dude. Actually, I did see some people wearing the necklaces today. I forgot that it's Fat Tuesday. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Uh, yeah, Matt, I think you came with us once. I mean, you might have still been drinking. You might have had a hurricane with us at the hurricane. At the hurricane? The yeah. cane, baby. Oh, I loved that place. <laughs> All right. Maybe not. Either way, you're hearing this. Oh. Hope you're having fun. Uh, I should have brought this up last week. But either way, my, our buddy, my buddy Jeremy that owns Go Brewing, they, he was like, you guys can podcast from down here. And I was like, it's on Zoom. But yeah, so I've already missed plugging his place. But Jeremy, they got good beers. The Tremay's delicious. And they have food there. It's a cool brewery down in Auburn. So go check that out if you get a chance. Uh, other than that, you know, see you boys next week. Hopefully, I have a connection. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Another episode. For MCTP, I'm sure he's still there. For Kyle, I'm Big Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.